This is the Grain Farmers Ontario Market Trends Commentary for October and November of 2020. Harvest is in full on across the greater North American Corn Belt. Although there are always exceptions to the rule, there are big crops in U.S. fields. As of October 5th, USDA estimated that 38% of American soybeans and 25% of American corn have been harvested. On Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, combines were rolling, and these numbers were likely to jump into mid-October. It is all happening in a changing grain market, dynamic, buffeted by COVID-19 and an explosive price movement in soybeans since August. On October 9th, USDA weighed in with their latest WASNI report. The big news on report day was a cut in 2020-21 soybean stocks, plunging 170 million bushels from the USDA September estimate to 290 million bushels. In addition to that, USDA trimmed soybean production to 4.268 billion bushels, which is 45 million bushels less than their September estimate. However, this is still based on record soybean yield of 51.9 bushels per acre, and the actual reductions came about because of lower harvested acreage in Kansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Globally, new crop ending stocks decreased to 88.7 million metric tons based on the reduction in U.S. soybean numbers. The USDA's corn numbers were less bullish than soybeans. Old crop ending stocks for 2019-20 were reduced by 258 million bushels down to 1.995 billion bushels. This also had the effect of reducing new crop stocks by 336 million bushels to 2.167 billion bushels. U.S. domestic production is pegged at 14.722 billion bushels, which is down 178 million bushels from their September report. Yield was adjusted down to 178.4 bushels per acre from 178.5 million bushels in the September report. And in addition to that harvested acreage, was down 1 million acres from the September report. Feed and residual use and ethanol demand dropped a total of 100 million bushels, and global wheat numbers were increased slightly. On October 9th, wheat, soybeans, and corn futures were higher than the last Market Trends report. December 2020 corn futures were at 3.95 a bushel. The November 2020 soybean futures were at 10.65 a bushel. And the December 2020 Chicago wheat futures closed at 5.93 a bushel. The Minneapolis December 2020 wheat futures closed at 5.38 a bushel, with the September 2021 contract closing at 5.71 a bushel. The nearby oil futures as of October 9th closed at $40.60 a barrel, up from the nearby futures recorded in the last market trends report of $37.33 a barrel. The average price for U.S. ethanol on October 9th in the U.S. was $1.59 a U.S. a gallon, the same as $1.59 recorded in the last market trends report. The Canadian dollar noon rate on October 9th was 0.7613 U.S. higher than the 0.7584 0.7584 U.S. reported here in the last market trends report, and the Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 0.25%. In Ontario, harvest has been variable across the province. Wet weather has impeded harvest in some areas, but not others. No question, harvest is in full bore as of October 9th with some excellent soybean yields. Wheat is going into the ground across southwestern Ontario, and the September 19th frost, which caused much nervousness across the province, is coming to fruition in many Ontario cornfields. Some hybrids are affected, and some are not. Some corn is not drying down as much as producers would want. Of course, it might be too early to tell, but as we move into late October and November, the September 19th frost might come back to haunt parts of Ontario. $5 corn off the combine is the norm in southwestern Ontario as of October 9th, 
and up to 545 in the far east of Ontario. Basis levels have increased in Ontario from September, mainly reflected in the exchange for higher future values. However, with enough new crop corn coming in, initial early premiums for corn have evaporated. Despite the September 19th frost, expect big crops in Ontario. Soft red winter wheat is basically being planted as of October 9th across, across Ontario. With July 2021 cash prices at approximately $7.35 a bushel, it has been said that wheat is a new corn. However, that might be a stretch, and it's much more about the Canadian dollar value, which leads to high Ontario cash prices. A million acres of Ontario wheat looks to be in the crosshairs as we head into 2021. And you can check out all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now the bottom line is, maybe this is where we want to be. 2020 has been a tough year dominated by the world COVID-19 pandemic, which sent agricultural markets into a downward tizzy last March. The disruption was real, but over time, agricultural supply lines adjusted. However, during this time, up was down as even commodity markets were opposite of the seasonality we would expect. We were at price lows in June when we usually see highs, and October price lows are the opposite this year. $13 soybeans and $5 corn don't lie. The road to these prices took a very unfamiliar route, especially when you consider COVID-19. As of October 11th, the COVID-19 pandemic has gotten worse, but it continues as background music in our agricultural markets. As it is, demand from Asia did have resonance, and that has led to declining stocks in the case of soybeans, led the charge back starting in August of 2020. The rally has been meteoric. Standing orders have hit along the way, and it may continue. Place those $14 soybean price orders now. Now, that is no indication that anybody knows what may happen to grain prices. As I've said many times, nobody knows. We need to simply immerse ourselves with the different market factors and make our best judgments. As it stands now, the trajectory toward regarding inverted future spreads still spell a bullish bent on soybeans. The other grains have rubbed off on this. USDA has chimed in too, reducing old crop ending stocks on September 30th and doubling down in the October 9th report, reducing stocks and harvested acres. December futures at 395 and November futures at 1065 are not unprecedented even at harvest time. However, it's been quite some time. The question is, what happens now? Will South America produce with abandon in 2020 in, in order to not only satisfy this demand, but also take advantage of high domestic prices? The intent will certainly be yes, but reality might be a different matter. Needless to say, any measurement of our grain price futures need to be gauged against future South American production. Now for corn, corn has been rallying somewhat in concert with soybeans and somewhat not. We are at an eight-month high as of October 9th, a time of year when you would least expect it. For instance, seasonality tells you it never happens. But here we are on October 9th looking at the highs of the year. It would seem this rally is getting mature, but of course, nobody really knows. Corn is really never talked about regarding Chinese buying like it is with soybeans. However, Chinese corn buying has been welcome. On October 9th, the daily exchange in China showed a price of $9.57 for corn, so clearly there is a fairly big incentive to keep buying. Looking longer term, May and September 2021 corn futures at 406 and 409 a bushel is showing renewed strength into the next year. The December 2020-March 2021 corn future spread is currently 
minus seven and a quarter cents, which is considered bullish. Seasonally, corn prices tend to bottom out in October, which has been turned on its ear this year with an eight-month high. The nearby spot contract is currently in the 55 percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, with soybeans, you have China buying and the La Nina weather event looming over South America. However, keep in mind there is an inverted soybean futures market where the market is screaming for your soybeans now. A three-year high in soybeans doesn't lie. And with Brazil priced out of the market, American soybeans will need to fill these, this Chinese void at least now until February. This has been heightened by a weaker American dollar, which has aided these exports. Sure, as Canadians, we get a little nervous when the U.S. dollar weakens because that usually means the Canadian looning goes up. However, with the renewed Chinese demand in Brazil, record shipment of beans last year, it's put North American soybean supplies in a good place. The November 2020, January 2021 soybean future spread is currently minus a quarter cents, which is considered very bullish. Seasonally, soybean prices bottom out in October, but not in 2020, which so far has been the opposite. The nearby spot contract is currently in the 66 percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, wheat has rallied over the last few weeks with $7-plus contracts available for July 2021 wheat in Ontario. Much of this rally has to do with the dryness in places like Russia, the Ukraine, and the U.S. Southern Plains. However, as we all know, wheat tends to have nine lives, and each class has a supply and demand table of its own. As we move ahead, this will need to be watched. Along with the value of the Canadian dollar, regional dryness in wheat regions can impact price. Genetically modified wheat has been improved for Argentina. And what will this mean? Well, it's hard to say because the market has never asked for it. Brazil is the biggest buyer of Argentinian wheat and so far not approved this. Meanwhile, back in Ontario, wheat planting is in full swing. Getting over that 1 million acre threshold for 2021 looks to be in reach. In Ontario, the Canadian dollar continues to be the straw that helps stir the drink for domestic grain prices. In fact, an argument could be made it's bailed us out of a price bind over the last two years since tariffs were applied to American soybeans going into China. It also helps shield us from the $32 billion of direct aid sent to American farmers. As is, the Canadian dollar at 76 cents U.S. is helpful. Last March, it bottomed out in the 68 cents range in a post-COVID lockdown plunge causing the highest soybean basis of the year. Now nobody predicted that then and looking ahead it's very hard to know. Needless to say its value will likely always move in a direct inverse to the American dollar. Now for Ontario farmers the hard decisions will have to be made about $13.30 soybeans. Do you put them in the bin because it shines in the late autumn sun and needs to be filled? Or do you take the money and run perfectly satisfied with a profitable price? Much of this was unexpected, but it is a consideration this fall. Price rallies as well as price slumps are a natural part of our agricultural commodity world. Marketing grain when it's profitable is always better than when you need to. Daily market intelligence will remain key, especially in this market environment. Now, Looking ahead in the short term, it's all about November 3rd and a possible October surprise that might sway it either way. Wouldn't it be in an announcement of a COVID-19 vaccine, or would it be a double-cross on China? Clearly, nobody knows, but either way, or something in between, could have a real effect on grain futures markets. 2020 has been a mind-numbing difficult year to predict as the effect of the pandemic continues to press. As November 3rd gets closer, expect the unexpected. After November 3rd, let's hope the way forward is a natural process. The challenge for Ontario grain farmers is to recalibrate that ever-changing marketing plan. Sure, many marketing orders have hit, and that, but that was yesterday. 
Looking forward, it's important to measure new price targets that might be apparent. There's also room for the defensive. The crop, for the most part, in Ontario is still not in the bin. As combines roll, be focused on the task at hand. There will be many profitable grain marketing opportunities ahead. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for October and November 2020. I'm Philip Shaw.